And now, more Educate on TalkZone.com. Here's Jonathan Jefferson. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to our show as we transition from discussing science research to discussing robotics. I always wondered, how are we going to get to Mars? Once we get there, how will we get around? The Mars rover may provide some answers to these questions, but who built the rover? What inspired them? My next two guests may give us a glimpse into the workings of creative and competitive individuals. Michael Howie is a high school technology teacher and advisor for his school's robotics club. He is joined today by one of his robotics students, ninth grader James Gilbert. Michael and James, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having us. Yeah. I appreciate you coming on. Uh, Michael, let's start with you. What is robotics? Well, robotics is taking different parts or are using different uh, mechanisms to create something or to have different m- movements or motions. Um, what we've been doing in Uniondale High School is kind of coming up with different ways of um, manipulating an object or to uh, make a, in, a, in, a, in this case, a ball move or um, throwing frisbees or just making things happen. Okay. Uh, James, how did you become interested in robotics? Um, I heard about the robotics club, and it, it just seemed something that I was interested in because I sometimes dream of becoming an event, of inventor, you, you know, trying try okay. to invent new stuff to improve the world. Excellent. And, James, I would tell you, you don't have to wait until you're uh, much older to be an inventor. You can start doing that right now. In fact, do you have ideas for inventions in mind? Um, yeah, um, I, I was trying to, I, I was thinking about creating, like, like a, a car that that doesn't need, like, electricity or gasoline to run. In fact, it can use, like, a cleaner source of energy. Well, that's excellent. And, in fact, you're, that's right on time for, for this generation, so that's perfect. Um, Michael, what skills are learned through robotics that can benefit students in the future? Um, they start off using hand tools, so it gives them a concept of what hand tools do, how they're used. We use power tools. Um, so tool-wise, it's a wide variety of skills they'll, they'll learn. Um, they also need to problem-solve. So during the competition that we have, uh, we're given a task and material, so there's no blueprints, there's nothing to really follow, and through just inventing or coming up with new ideas and just playing around or or discovering what we can do, we come up with ideas and that that gives them the skills they need for not only robotics but for many different things. Okay. Uh, James, what did you find most challenging about robotics? What was the hardest part this year? Um, I think what the most hardest part was was to build a robot for the competition um, because when we heard about the competition, uh, it was a little bit too late. So we, we was trying to create like like a mach- like a robot that could throw, like a like like throw a ball. Uh, for uh, we tried, but some were better than others. So right, that- um, instead, we were stuck with creating a robot that can score like only one point. And unfortunately, we didn't like really have a program for autonomous period. So, okay. Um, 
Okay, excellent. But did you now even when you when when you don't reach your goal, uh sometimes from your mistakes you learn quite a bit. So James, did you learn from those mistakes in trying to get the robot to throw a ball? Um as a matter of fact, yes. Um uh, in fact, like my dad once told me, a man who never made mistakes never made anything. Well, excellent, excellent quote and uh your man sounds like a your, your dad sounds like a wise man, so I hope you listen to his his advice. Oh, definitely. Great. Uh, Michael, is it true that students can earn college scholarships through robotics? Yes. Um, usually the better you do in the competition, the more um, opportunities you might have for scholarships. But there are hundreds of different scholarships you can get, even if you don't come in first place. Okay. And is this your your first year advising uh the robotics club or have you been doing it for some time? Um, this is my third year doing it. Okay. So what, what this year, the challenge was to get the, uh, the robot to throw a ball through the different level, uh, spaces or holes, I guess. What was the, the, the challenges the last two years? Um, the year before was Frisbees. We had to make a machine to throw a Frisbee and it also had to, um, climb up, um, a tower um, so it's like a two-point challenge. One was to throw the frisbees. The other one is to climb up this tower. So it's a you're supposed to make a robot that can do all, both or all. So. Okay. And then the the year before that was um, basketballs. So a smaller ball, and you had to throw that. This year's was like a bigger medicine ball, about a two two foot inch diameter. Okay. Now, have some of your students from the past years uh, gone on to engineering schools that have been, you know, inspired by the robotics club? Um, I think I had one student uh, the first year I was there who went off to a uh, engineering school. I couldn't tell you what school he went off to, though. Okay. Um, tell me his name. I probably can, I probably can guess the school. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, uh, well, coming up with his name on the spot is, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry to do that to you because I'm, I'm, when you're teaching several classes a day and have 150 students to go back three years can be yeah. impossible. So, so, sorry to put you on a spot like that. Um, but what, what is the difference between robotics club and a robotics class? Um, well, right now I have, uh, Mr. Sop is teaching the robotics class. Um, so can't really, I don't really know too much about what he's doing, but I know that next year I'm going to start teaching robotics and the difference between the class and the club, the club is more geared toward the first robotics competition and the competition itself, whereas the class, I kind of take a step back and I'm going to kind of walk them through different systems, um, electrical systems, um, pneumatic systems, electrical systems. I mean, I'm just going to kind of walk them through that Okay. Uh, James, do you plan on being a part of the robotics class and the club next year? Um, yes. Um, hopefully I'll, I'll be able to get the robotics class next year. Okay. That's great. At least you have a, a passion for it. Um, Michael, how many students are in the robotics club? Uh, about 12. Yeah, yeah, probably around like 12. Okay. Now, how... How do they divide up the responsibilities for building the robot? Like, um, I ha- oh, one, like one, like a, like a group of us will get like one task, 
while your group gets, does, the, does the other task. Okay. And does the teacher give you the task or, or does the students do that themselves? Um, so, sometimes both. Okay. Uh, Mr. Howell, you want to add to that? Yeah. Um, usually I try breaking them up into uh, different skill sets. So there are some kids that are really into um, actually cr- the cutting and the bolting things together. Um, I have another group of kids that try to work on just the software aspect, which is a challenge in its own. Um, I have, I try to get a group together with a limited amount of kids. By that point, we're, we're kind of full, but uh, we need to put bumpers on. There's advertisements. There's a whole bunch of like paperwork that needs to be done. So there's kind of room for everybody. So if you're interested into any anything, any aspect, we can find something there for you. If you're interested in art, we need to put up banners or to paint the robot. So we are, there's a lot of different ways you can go with the club. Okay. Now you've been doing this for three years. How long has uh, robotics? Cl- cl- clubs or robotics classes existed? In Uniondale, I know that the first robotics, the first competition we were in was in 2005. I don't know when, I assume the class started around that time too, but I don't really know. Yeah. Does does robotics in general, does that does it predate 2005? Is it something that's been going on 20 years? It's, it's relatively new to me, oh, that's why I'm curious. Ro- robotics itself has been around for a very long time. Yeah. Okay. I, now, when when you were a student, were you uh, interested in robotics? Um, well, I, where I grew up, there were it wasn't such a um, a desire for it, so I really had no taste of robotics. I wish I did. Um, I might not be a teacher this if I had a taste for <laughs> what robotics could do. Um, but uh, later on in college, I had uh, engineering classes that I fell in love with. So I, I, I still never really got into robotics until I got to Uniondale and joined the club or was advising the club. Then I started learning all about robotics and the software and the hardware that goes along with it. Okay. Uh, James, what what type of challenges you, would you like to see or what type of things would you like to build in robotics? Um, currently, right now, uh, we're, we're trying to build like R2-D2, like in a way. Um, and maybe, maybe in robotics club we can, we can build like, like a robotic man, kind of, that'd be able to move, walk, and, and talk. Okay. Now, is this your, your, your club's idea, or was this your idea? Um, the R2-D2, it, it was a club idea. The robotic man was my idea. Okay. What would you like your robotic man to do? How would you, how human would you like it to be? Uh, I want to be able to like walk, um, able to run, like do anything like a man could do. Okay. Well, well, good luck with that. Uh, at this time, we need to take a short break, but stay tuned. We'll be back with more right after this. Listening to Educate on TalkZone.com. Back to Jonathan Jefferson. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to the show and our discussion with our special guest concerning robotics. 
If you'd like to join our conversation, the phone lines are open, 888-463-6748. That's 888-463-6748. Now, let's go back to our technology teacher and robotics advisor, uh, Michael Howie. Uh, Michael, what is FIRST Robotics? F-I-R-S-T in capital letters, robotics. Uh, FIRST Robotics is a organization devoted to helping kids understand what robotics is, giving them a, a a taste of what they could do. Um, it's a great organization that we've been affiliated affiliated with since 2005, and um, they're just they're going strong. So, any schools right now? There's 50 schools all across Long Island, and I, I do believe they go all all across the United States. But for our division or our competition, it's 50 schools just in Long Island alone that compete. Somebody's jamming in the background. Um, Michael, who creates the challenges that robotics clubs compete over? Um, A whole bunch of engineers come together and make a problem or come up with a game or um, a challenge that these kids have to kind of solve. So each challenge is created very specifically to challenge the kids, um, like take throwing a Frisbee. Throwing a Frisbee but with your own hand is relatively easy, but then when you start thinking about the mechanics behind it, how many uh, levers you need or pistons and how fast or how do you throw it, it becomes very, very complicated. So, I mean, just something simple as throwing a Frisbee becomes this incredibly hard task. So when they make it, they're... They're coming with great ideas. Okay. What what uh what industries do these engineers who who come up with these ideas? What industries do they work in? Um, I know one of the industries um, deals solely with the software. So there's a program called LabVIEW that we use. There's also the C plus plus and another one I can't think of right now. So there's different software companies involved that help run the ro- that um, run the robot. Okay. Uh, James, what was your first thoughts when you saw this year's challenge? Um, I thought it would be a great experience for me. Uh, I'll be able to see what the other schools build, how they build their robots, and, like, how we can improve our robot, like, next year. Like, how, like how can we make the robot, robot th- throw the ball instead of, instead of pushing it into one-pointer? Okay. And and did you get any ideas from the other schools? Like can you give me an example of something you saw another school do that you want to try to do yourself? Like one one of the schools use like like a wheel and lever system. Like they'll go to the ball and use the wheel to to push the ball like in, in the le- in the like in the launcher and then they're they're able to like launch launch the ball. Okay. So uh, did, even after the competition, did you continue to work on your robot, or did you guys, after the competition, just say, okay, we'll move on to something else? Uh, we kept continue working on it, like see how we can improve it, for to, uh, to see like how we can improve it. Did you see improvements after the competition? Um, actually, yes, yes, we we have seen some improvements with the robot. Okay. Now, are you going to work on robotics or work on creative ideas during the summertime? Uh, I, I'll see if I, 
Well, I'll see what I can do. Okay, that's great. Um, Mr. Howie, what what activities can students do over the summertime to prepare for uh, their robotics experience coming into next year? Um, looking back at previous competitions, which are all online, really gives kids the understanding of what is to be expected. Um, we can look back at Uniondale and see w- what we've done, but it also gives us a great uh, understanding of what other schools have done. Uh, the amount of students you have in a club really helps out, too. Like right now we have 15 this year, which is a great turnout for this year. Last year I think I had five kids. These other, when you look at the other schools and what they're do, what they're capable of, um, they have like they have something like thirty, thirty-five kids in their club. I've also gone gone to a couple of the schools to kind of check out what they have, and they have like most up-to-date um, hardware and just like CNC machines for cutting metal. So we have a a long way to go before we're ready to like grab the first place trophy. But I think we're doing a lot better. Okay. For, for the competition too. We this year, this year we came in thirty eighth, and last out of fifty, and last year we came in forty ninth. So, okay, big improvement. Now, yeah. Now, now, are all your students this year are they underclassmen, or do you have seniors that are going to be leaving? I only had two seniors this year, so I'm really excited about next year, and I'm hoping to get even more kids involved. Hopefully, the kids that I'm going to be are going to be in my class. In robotics, I'll get them excited enough to come join, and we'll be using, we'll be working on the robot for the competition in the class as well. Okay. Now, is there an ideal number? Because when I think of something like, uh, you know, projects like putting things together or what have you, I'm not necessarily thinking of large numbers being ideal. So, is there a, a, a point where you know the number of students can be a detriment? Um. Well, that if we, if we ever get enough kids, to, let's say have thirty kids, we would need another um, advisor to help. I wouldn't be able to keep thirty people you know, safe, so um, I, we would need somebody else. But no, we have definitely enough things that kids need to be working on, or, or uh, you know, between the software, the the construction. Um, even announcing things, um, they have uh, competitions for the, I think, the music department, so they can get involved into it. So if we win that competition during the opening ceremonies, our school could go out there and perform. The art department could be involved. So it's, I mean, even 30 kids, we, they'd all be busy all the time. Okay. Um, now, Robotics seems to be an excellent platform to teach cross curriculum. Something that's you know paramount when you when you're talking about uh, Common Core. Um, is your school very supportive of robotics and getting you the additional equipment that you need to be uh, competitive, or do you feel that it's an uphill climb at this time? Um, right now, it's a little uphill climb, but they are supportive. Um, uh, we had a uh, sponsor last three years or maybe back further um, and hopefully they stay with us that we've getting we're getting money from and that's getting us the extra parts we need so hopefully they stay with us and keep going I think as uh, we start getting higher up on winning I think the school start getting more involved hopefully and the longer that I'm doing the program the longer I'm co- uh, 
being the advisor, I'm, the more I'm learning myself, so I can start, you know, going to the music department. I can start going to the art department. The first two two years, I was so caught up in the hardware and software, I didn't really know any of it, and so I had to learn it myself, which would hurt the the club quite a bit. So this year okay. was much better. Great, and I, I also think which may may assist you is uh, at this time with with so many uh, administrators uh, being concerned about performance on you know Common Core based testing. I found it effective that when you show them. Uh, the cross-curriculum aspects of what you're doing, especially with regards to English language arts and mathematics, that they tend to to uh, focus more and maybe uh, contribute more uh, economically or financially to the program. So I don't know if that can uh, assist you in any way. No, it's definitely something to keep in mind. Okay. Uh, and uh, James, do you have friends that you think you will be able to talk into the robotics class or the robotics club? Um, actually, uh, I have I have one of my friends uh, in a robotics club. Okay. Do you think you guys can help the club grow by bringing in more students? Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, okay. I think we can convince some kids to, to join a robotics club. Okay. I think um, from from hearing what uh, Mr. Howie said, I think that would be a go a long way in helping you guys to become more successful. Yeah, I agree. Great. Okay, we have been speaking with Michael Howie, high school technology teacher and advisor for his school's robotics club, and James Gilbert, ninth grade robotics club student. Michael and James, thanks so much for joining us. You're welcome. Thank you very much. Okay. That's all the time we have for today. Thank you for listening to Educate with Dr. Jefferson. Tune in next week as we continue to tackle the truth behind schoolhouse doors.